0: You're listening to Not So Live from Asteroid G. I'm Mike Finkelstein. With me in the booth this week is the other Mike. Two mics on the mic. I can't believe I keep saying that. And yet, I get it's, it's It's like that weird candy that you don't want to eat, but you keep eating because it's there. You know, yeah, like, like you... great taffy or something. You, you hate it, but you like it all at the same time.
1: You know it's funny whenever you keep saying that it brings me back to like a, another really bad movie that I love called okay. Gone 60 Seconds with Nick Cage when uh-huh. he goes to the dealership and talks to like the car dealer and he's like, "Hi, hey, can I help you? My name's Roger." And Nick Cage is like, "Hey, my name is Roger. Two Rogers don't make a ride." Right. I'm like, "Oh my god." So like two mics on the mic. I just I just, just, I just watched that. You it's
0: you know doing it with the Nick Cage voice. Oh my god, that makes it worse <laughs> and
1: better. <laughs> so good. <laughs>
0: Unrelated to that, uh, this week we are going to be discussing the Zelda trailer, which actually just came out for us today, but obviously due to recording schedule and uh, releases for a weekly podcast, we're now getting to hear a week in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, the new Zelda trailer, for the third one for Tears of the Kingdom, it's out, and I don't think there's any way to describe it other than, oh my god, it's fucking amazing.
1: <laughs> It's, it looks so good. I need to know what's going on. I need to know why Gerudo Desert is collapsing. I, we, we finally see Ganondorf in all of his glory and not just a shell skeleton of himself. Like, my, I, I am so excited.
0: Yeah, this, this game has been getting hyped for over a year now. And, like, they did, they did, like, the first 30 seconds of the intro of the game. We assume it's the intro of the game. Um, right. Who fucking knows with this game? Uh, but the yeah. intro of the game, uh, where we see, like, the skeletons, like, of Ganon, they freak out, and then suddenly Zelda falls, and then the titles cut, and we're like, what's going on? What is going on? And then yeah. ever since then, we've been waiting, like, we've been building hype and anticipation for this. E3
1: 2019 was when we got our first little taste of this. <laughs> You're going on four years now of of just... Of, of little bits here and there it's really ramped up like you said over the last year we kind of really got our first gameplay over the last year we got our first uh we got Miyamoto doing actual stuff in the game in the last release you know a month or two ago showing us how some of the tech works um mm-hmm. it, it looks like they took all of the greatness of Breath of the Wild and did enhance it, which looks exciting. Mm-hmm. Yes, the weapon system still looks like it's gonna leave a little to be desired with shit breaking left and right. Mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. but the I think the crafting aspect and being able to improve your weapon is is very cool way to just like not have to go pick up another stick or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, I mean, we're gonna be building crafts like flying crafts, driving craft, boats. We're gonna be building stuff. I mean, oh, it looks so good.
0: It's, it's, first off, I want to point out that's probably the first and last time anyone is ever going to mention E3 on this podcast again.
1: Yeah, true. <laughs> Since fair.
0: E3 is now dead and will probably I... never come back.
1: Sad, in a way, but, but sad. E3.
0: Oh well. Yeah. I never went, I don't care. Uh, yes. I mean, th- the whole reason they're giving for why they are not doing it now uh, is the exact reason why I don't care about E3. We have the internet who gives a shit about E3.
1: So, yeah, and uh, online, that's the way it is. I
0: mean, and Nintendo has proven that. They could have gone to E3, or, you know, they could just release this trailer now and build hype for the game in a month, and wow. Yeah, yeah it's, they- it is interesting. They basically, for this new trailer, this third trailer, which you should go and look online, because it's a yeah. masterpiece, um, mm-hmm. a masterpiece of a trailer. And that's the thing. Trailers are meant to provide not just a taste of the game, but a taste of the world. Like, the best movie trailers are the ones that suck you in Without mm. divulging anything, I always flash back to, when I'm talking about a trailer, a good trailer, the best trailer. I always flash back to uh, Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, the David Fincher version. Uh, uh. The, not the movie, the trailer for it.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because
0: the trailer for it is like this weird music video um, that just has that pulse-pounding cover of a song. And it just, it plays and it gives you flash images of the movie and you know nothing about what you're seeing if you haven't read the book and haven't seen the previous production, which is not many people. But still, let's just go with the thought that you didn't. Um, Mm -hmm. Even if you know nothing about the productions that came before the book or any of that, the trailer sucks you in in a way that just makes you more curious about the world and gives you the flavor of the (laughs) movie to come. And it's good on that. It really does give you the flavor of the movie without telling you anything. That's Mm -hmm. how I feel this Zelda trailer works. It doesn't have the pulse-pounding music. It has its own Zelda music, which is glorious.
1: Um, Yeah, indeed.
0: But it gives you flashes and bursts and ideas and lets you know what's coming in the world without in any way, shape, or form telling you any fucking thing about the plot.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I'm, I'm very interested to see what's going on with zelda specifically mm-hmm. i I'm, it seems to me and we'll find out in a month when this releases on may 12th because i'll be getting it and playing it that day for sure it seems like they may have possibly incorporated some form of time travel or something yeah. because that is very interesting because mm-hmm. there's always the question of like what the zelda timeline is where does this fall in the timeline? Is this before? Is this after? I
0: had a feeling about that, and I'm, I'm glad you mentioned it. Because it really does, like, parts of it look like it's the calamity, to, post-calamity, post-calamity Ganon, Ganon and right. you, like Link wandering around in the world we already know. But there mm-hmm. are portions of it that look like it's set in the past. Like, Zelda's hair is different. She's in a yeah. restored version of uh, Hyrule Castle. Uh, she's talking about Link needing to come find her, even though you know that's already happened once. Um, right. It really does feel like like maybe that part where Ganon wakes up and she's falling and he loses grip of her. Maybe they both fall through time to yeah. the point where calamity Ganon first really rose. I don't because I haven't played um, uh, Hyrule Heroes or whatever it was the that that multi multi, multi combat big game that right, set right, like, right. around the same like prequelized to. Uh, Breath of the Wild, but I didn't think it was set during the Calamity. I thought it was set further before that.
1: So it's uh, that, There's an, an element of time travel-ish in that game, too. At least time jumping, I would mm-hmm. say. Uh, I haven't finished it. Um, I, I plan magical. on... Tra- it's, it's it's quite bigger than I anticipated when I got it. You know, I've, I dropped well over 300 hours in the Breath of the Wild. Yeah. And, and, and I mean, you, you can do that looking for the Koroks alone uh-huh. uh, with, with 900 of them out I'd there. Even, I
0: didn't even bother. I was like, well, if I find enough Koroks, I'll do this. But I'm just going to, like, yeah. wander the world for shrines.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I, I got all the shrines, all the beasts, whatever. But, like, I, I went to go and, and play that game, and I realized very, you know, about an hour or two in, like, you know, and I'm still on tutorial level shit. That this game is bigger than I was ready for mm-hmm. uh, after coming off of so much time in in Breath of the Wild. Mm-hmm. Um, so I plan on trying to get some of that done beforehand because I believe there'll be some tie-in uh, with that as well. Uh, but we'll. But, but I mean this this whole universe they've built uh, through Zelda through the years is fantastic. But this mm-hmm. little this little clump you have, this little galaxy, if you will, of of the Breath of the Wild, where does it fall in the timeline and where yeah. is it? You know, it's it's very exciting yes. to see what the potential is that's, and where this is going to go in this one
0: that's the thing if you look at where like what the timeline is that nintendo has out for it last i checked anyway uh, mm. breath of the wild is si- siloed off at the end in its own this doesn't fit anywhere on this timeline kind of thing. yeah and that's yeah, i that- think because they could then do hyrule heroes or whatever the, fuck the game's called uh tears yes. of the kingdom and all of these and they can just have them on their own timeline that doesn't like just set in its own pocket whether it's the future It's the past. It's some alternate reality. It doesn't matter. I mean, it gets back to the idea that all Zelda games kind of overlap each other in the same time period, more or less, which was what Nintendo's timeline for the series was before. Who cares where it is? It's all the same timeline. Um, Yeah. But like this, like I like the idea that this one specifically is letting Link go back to before Calamity, and almost makes you wonder if what he's going to be doing now is changing it so the previous game never even had to happen.
1: It's, it's certainly possible and like you know it feels like they can also take this and like tie this into you know maybe this actually does does fall like we thought this was ten thousand years after any timeline we even knew maybe this does end up being some kind of a prequel to even skyward sword which is consensus the first game in what you would call the zelda timeline with the sky rule and all that going on in this one so it's It's exciting to see. It took them six years to kind of get this all together since Breath of the Wild came out. Four years of development since we got our little taste at E3 2019 and, and all the directs we've gotten here and there when Nintendo feels like giving us one. Yeah. So they've had their time to really do this right. And it looks like they put quite a lot of care in not just the technical aspects of the game, but I believe the storytelling will will be what Breath of the Wild was plus. And I'm very excited for that.
0: Well, let's be fair. Breath of the Wild, like, it has snippets of story, but they very much committed to the idea that you can play this game in any direction. So whatever plot they have is past plot. Uh, It's snippets within the world, so you can get little storylines at each place you visit. But it's not anything that builds to a cohesive whole. Your whole job is basically, oh look, Calamity Ganon, bad, go kill.
1: It doesn't (laughs) matter. It it doesn't even matter what order you do the Divine Beasts in. No, you could do Valradania before you do Vana Boris. It doesn't matter. You're going to get the same kind of dialogue from the champion who passed as you would if you did it first or fourth. It doesn't matter. (laughs)
0: I'm just laughing because you know their names. And I'm like, is that the elephant or the eagle?
1: Ivana just... <laughs> uh, Boris is the one in the desert. Uh, no, Varadana the is the elephant.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. i yeah. <laughs> just, just like, I oh, don't know. I just went I in put there. a lot of
1: hours into this game, my you did. <laughs>
0: I mean, I, I will not deny, I loved exploring the world. I loved the shrines. I hated the dungeons. Mm-hmm. The weird little elephant or animal dungeons, the four of them. They were obtuse to, like, a degree I just did not expect.
1: It was like they tried to take your classic Zelda dungeon, if mm-hmm. you will, and incorporate it into some kind of, like, labyrinth with some trials and testing throughout yeah. the whole thing. It, 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 You basically took, like, five or six shrines and put mm-hmm. them in one thing. When the game was much better with these little... Yeah. Aside from safe. the... Uh, aside from the the movement the the um when you had to do the the controller the the, the movement was to like move the puzzles around mm-hmm. to like move a ball from like one into the other using like the motion controls aside yeah. from those dungeons they were they were brilliantly done um so the, it it felt lacking in your classic zelda dungeon aspect mm-hmm. so i understand where you're coming from yeah
0: well and it's, it's the thing I, I hated about them is a problem i have with a lot of games it's like here are the mechanics we're going to tut- tutorial you on the mechanics. This is what your mechanics could do. We're going to show you some variants. We're going to show you some things. You're good. This is what you need to know. Then I went mm. to like the first of the animal dungeons, and I spent 15 minutes staring at a puzzle going, I don't have a fucking clue how I'm supposed to do this. <laughs> I just looked at it for a while. I'm like, am I supposed to come back with a special power? Is there a special no. power? What am I supposed to do with this? And then eventually I looked it up on a, a like a FAQ, and they're like, well, you use this power this way, and do it like this. And I'm simply going... How the fuck am I supposed to know I can even... The game doesn't tell me that's a possibility. There's no deductive reasoning for me to understand that's what's supposed to happen. You just <clears throat> expect I'm going to piece it together on my own. Thank you for thinking I'm smart. You've actually only proven how dumb I am. Thank you, game.
1: Yeah. <laughs> the only thing they kind of did was they gave you, like, a little bit of, like, you know, when you were fighting each divine beast before uh-huh. you got into him. Like, the the... The, uh, the Sheikah tablet power that you use kind of would something that you'd be needing inside that to help progress was really all they gave you. But as far as like understanding, like, you know, moving the wings, tilting in this direction for Ma and then trying to make the, 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 the ball go all the way to this side to open this door specifically and then use your glider to get down, it was it very was, not explained well at all. It was
0: convoluted.
1: Yeah, um, at best. Yeah. At best. Yeah.
0: And I think, honestly, if I were to play the game again, I would play it in a different order because, like, one of the Divine Beasts, when you kill them, you get that, like, health revive power.
1: Oh, uh, is Grace. Broken. Broken.
0: Yeah. And had I realized that was out there first, I would have gone for that before anything else. I'm just telling you yeah. that right now. I would have I, gone, it's... I would have done a bunch of shrines, gotten half my health bar set up, and then I would have gotten gotten the revive because yeah. Cannon fucking kicked my ass over and over
1: again. <laughs> and I got <laughs> yeah, that I damn health did, uh, left. I did that first. I did that one first because I wanted to see uh, what Zora's domain looked like because okay. I I, I, that, I just kind of worked my way there from mm-hmm. leaving the plateau and everything. So I happened to walk into that one first. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, once you got that, I mean, you, you really had almost a cheat code for the rest of the game. Yes. You basically had two lives is what you had.
0: You did. It was great. I, I, the first one I got was the, uh, I think the air flight power. I think that was the one I got first, which was
1: yeah, great. I could, hell, yeah. yeah.
0: I would just be wandering around the plateau and I'm like, okay, well, uh, my power is refilled and I just throw myself in the air and then like glider down. Cause glidering was just faster in the game than
1: walking. Yeah. So i speaking just- of glidering. So happy. They brought that back too because yes. they didn't show yes. you any of that. Till, like the last trailer about a month or so ago. So what? very glad I brought that one back.
0: It's not breath of the wild without a glider.
1: Exactly. Like, it really, I know. I know
0: it's not Breath of the Wild, but it's it's the sequel to Breath of the Wild. There's not. We're not. We're not calling it anything other than that. It's Breath of the Wild two, and for all intents and yeah. purposes, yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah. the glider made that game so much yeah. more fun to traverse and so yes. much so unique compared to any other Zelda game you've ever played that if you took that away in a game that's supposed to be a sequel to it, it w- it would have been an epic mistake of all time. So well done bringing that back, at mm-hmm. least. That was a given.
0: Yeah, that was absolutely necessary. Um, the, the one thing I will note from the commentary online, which I do not agree with, is there are a lot of people who are like, oh my god, I'm not buying this game. It just looks like a DLC of the first game. And I'm sitting there going, motherfucker, it's four times the size of the first game with entire yeah. new things to do. It is not a DLC.
1: I I was worried because they originally said that this was planned on being DLC for Breath of the Wild, but then as they were doing it, they realized, hey, we might have something a little bit more here. So I was... It is exactly like, like hey, why, why give this out for 40 bucks when we could turn around and sell it for 80? Kind of thing. Like, well, but you know. I mean,
0: wasn't that what they thought about with uh, Majora's Mask? They like the very first notes for it were like, well, we could do this as a master quest. But the yes. second they went in to start doing anything on it, they're like, this is more than just a master quest. This is its own game.
1: Yeah. And, and the fact they've had so long and, and taken their time, this is not Prime 4, okay? Mm-hmm. They're, they're not changing studios a couple times and reworking the entire yeah. story. This has been cohesively worked on since the end of Breath of the Wild. We're grown on six years now. They've had their time to do this right, mm-hmm. and and to your point, like this is this is going to be a masterpiece. I believe. I really think oh. it's going to be quite quite fantastic. It's going to be everything we wanted. It, it can be the same size as Breath of the Wild, and I'd be happy. And then to your point, I think it's going to be bigger. I really do. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah, no, it's uh that's what people are expecting and i mean like let's let's say uh let's say for instance that the time travel is a factor which Mm -hmm. i think i think you're right like i hadn't really thought it but like there was a little niggling part of the back of my head like are we getting some flashbacks or something but Mm -hmm. no i get the feeling that you're right that it's actually like time travel that somehow ganon pollutes link's hand so he can't use the master sword anymore which nicely takes away that sword um (laughs) And then uh, that sends them both back in time, which also via time travel magic removes all of Link's power. So all your hearts and all your um, uh, stamina goes away, so you have to rebuild yourself, which works. Yeah. And yes. like you lose your slots, you lose everything else you're you're stripped back and naked once again, which is you know Link's way. Um, yeah. and you have yes. to go looking for it. It allows them to reinvent the world. It allows them to move around all the shrines. Because uh, then you know, even if you're, they kept the world exactly the same, which clearly they haven't, because there's a lot of shit there that just looks new.
1: Um, yeah.
0: But even if they'd kept it the same, uh, they could just move things around, town and shrine wise, and it would be a different game right there alone. But they've done a lot more. They, the, the, some of the things, like the the sky islands that, if the, this is pre calamity, clearly collapsed down and caused part of the calamity. Uh, mm-hmm. I think we saw some of that in the trailer, honestly. The weird, mm-hmm. like floating sphere in the sky that obviously looks like the entrance to a dungeon. Uh, there's all mm-hmm. kinds of weird things in here that feels so much more than just like a paid DLC or even just a mini expansion. Like, plus, yes. you know, it looks like it actually has a story more than just yes. simple flashbacks.
1: And it, it looks like there's going to be more dialogue in this um, with with Zelda at the very least. You never hear Link speak, and you know, there, there's the reason for it because he he doesn't have a voice because he could be anybody. That's the point. I get it um but you know we we're getting more of of Zelda doing things and there there's thought that you know maybe she could be a playable character in this and i'm still thinking that's possible um, at the very least, you'll be able to maybe maneuver her around wherever she is and kind of talk story and whatnot. Are we going to get a combat with her in this one like we got in, in, in you know Hyrule Warriors? I don't think so. Uh, but, I mean, you never know. But the point is, you're right, story is going to be expanded upon. There's going to be more to see, more to do. You, you took Hyrule, and now you put it in the air as well. You doubled its size, like you said. We're going to have actual dungeons here. There's going to be underground. It's impossible that this game is not bigger. If than Breath of the Wild was. And that's what people loved about it. Open world, you can go wherever you want You can do anything, any order, it didn't matter. You got to keep that non-linear aspect of this as well to keep it as quality and as much fun as Breath of the Wild was.
0: And it was fun. Oh, my God. Like, again, I've said this before on the podcast. I've said this elsewhere before. My favorite thing about that game was that I did the first four shrines you have to do to get your powers. And the 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 ghost of the king is like calamity Ganon is over that way. Maybe you should go to the town to the east and go talk to people and get yourself set up. And I'm like, cool, bro, that sounds cool. And then I fucked off to the west, and I just <laughs> I, I didn't yeah. I did 60 shrines before I even made it back to town.
1: Yeah, so, it, it, <laughs> and that's the thing, and and it didn't matter. You can do it in any order you want, and whatever yeah. you wanted. My, I love grinding in games. I love getting as overpowered as I possibly can, so I can walk through and mud stomp anything that was in my way. And and this game was in a way perfect for that because even anywhere you went, your enemies would even keep scaling too. So there was always something to keep going on. That silver Lionel will become, you know, a golden Lionel and whatnot and so on and so forth. So things progress as you went and the enemies in this, you know, it looks like we're getting some real nice callbacks here. There's some redead. It looks like in one of the trailers, which is huge. Um, you know, we'll see if we ever can get um, some dark nuts back in there. Something from a real classic. Ones the Gleok looks like it's back from the original Zelda, the three-headed dragon. Like, there's some really good fan service yet quality stuff in here for your classic Zelda fan. Which also leads me to think the time travel is possible because these are enemies mm-hmm. we didn't see in mm-hmm. Breath of Wild. Maybe they're, you know, they're long gone and now we're back to where they are. So mm-hmm. I'm just saying, we'll see.
0: Sp- spicy chickens or we riot hmm yep <laughs> let's, let's get some zelda 2 callbacks people come on yes
1: yes yes the
0: unappreciated <laughs> sequel
1: <laughs> god i hated that game until i beat it 20 years later and and it's it's definitely one of my favorite games it's 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 brutal but it it's is, rewarding it is an
0: absolutely fucking wretched experience and yet i love watching it like, yeah and it's yeah. It is just like to see it played masterfully, which I can't do, by the way, uh, but to yeah, see it played you know, masterfully, it is, just, it is a thing of beauty, and you can see the brilliance of the game that's just you know buried under archaic hardware and a controller that really wasn't designed for what they wanted to do.
1: You know? it, it, was, it was a side-scrolling Zelda, which we were not used to. We were used to top-down views and all that, so it was, it was different in and of itself, and it has a unique place in well, the Zelda lore, for sure.
0: And if it hadn't, been, like, I think part of the problem was it was designed by, I think, R&D3, R&D the and uh, the Mario people instead of the Zelda people. So, you know, yeah. the Zelda people didn't feel like it was a proper entry, even though it is the named sequel. Um, yes. But if it had been a much bigger success than it was, it's hard to think that it wouldn't have had more games in the franchise that played like it.
1: Yeah, it's one of those games that got much more of a cult following as the years passed because mm-hmm. of its difficulty and its quality of actual game that's there once mm-hmm. you get past the nuts and bolts of gameplay and how difficult and challenging it can Yeah, yes. you
0: had to figure it out. It is not yeah. a game that holds your hand at all. And, I mean, considering oh. how Nintendo plays their games after that, I think that was a learning experience for them. Yeah, Like, yeah. Most, most Nintendo games give you a tutorial. Here's our first green level. Here's some things mm-hmm. you can do learn to jump safely we'll we'll wait while you catch up <laughs> Z- zelda 2 is yeah. like fuck it monsters on the over will die so <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. they don't even tell you to go up to the one cave at the top and get the candle you just have to know where to go you, just you have know have to know it's it's a lot of trial and error and a lot of death
0: mm-hmm. yeah it's it's kind of ridiculous but i like it all the same for what it is mm-hmm. so the new one i am looking forward to like i'm not pre-ordering it because i don't pre-order anything but when it comes out May 12th, which is practically a month from when we're recording this, that is, that's is—that's on my absolute two-by list. My wife will lose me for a week as I play <laughs> this game.
1: I think uh, my wife and I pre-ordered. She was with me every step of the way through <laughs> Breath of the Wild. She never got to play a Zelda game growing up. I, her first taste was Breath of the Wild. So when I try to go back and show her, like, you know, um, like uh, A Link to the Past and all that, she's like, I can't do it.
0: <laughs> so. and I get that. I love A Link to the Past. I love... Uh, Four Sword Adventures, There's there are classics in there that I can't live without. There are some of my best Zelda experiences. But Breath of the Wild is my top game in the franchise. It blows it all out of the water. It is so good. And all like it does all the things for a Zelda game that I was complaining about through the whole 3D era. Because once Ocarina came out and became a Smash success, every game after Ocarina was basically Ocarina controls and mostly oh. Ocarina gameplay.
1: Yeah. I mean, Ocarina consensus, most people, it's their favorite Zelda game of all time. And sure, that's fine. Mine's A Link for the Past, followed very closely by Breath of the Wild. Uh, and, and I didn't care. I like Ocarina. It's fine. I never really completed it. I didn't have a 64. I went right from Super Nintendo to PlayStation. So I, I didn't really get to play that or Majora's Mask. So I, I appreciate them for what they are. Um, But to me, this game, uh, the anticipation for this is, is so high and so great that they... It's you. You cannot screw this up if you tried, in my opinion. (laughs) And we all know Nintendo loves to screw things up and say, "Oops, our bad." No, comfortable. This is going to be great.
0: They they never do that. Like it's very rare for Nintendo to have a bad game. I mean, their ethos is pretty much the same as what Blizzard's used to be. It's done when it's done. Um, Yeah. And they can afford to do that because, you know, this game's going to sell millions upon millions of copies because the first one sold millions upon millions of copies and everyone's going to want it. Like, yes. th- there is no way this is anything more than a Smash success or anything less than a Smash success for Nintendo. It's just going to happen. Um, this is going to be
1: a home run, no doubt about it.
0: Oh, yeah. No, totally. So it's it's just a matter of, you know, anticipation. Waiting and watching that trailer two or three more times while we're sitting there going,
1: hmm, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to watch... I'm going to watch Celtics breakdown of it pretty soon or, you know, uh, or Bandit Games' breakdown of it. You know, call out a few YouTubers to do some fantastic Zelda content as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I want to know what they see and the things that we miss. They'll break down things frame by frame and a little bit here mm-hmm. and there. But uh, yeah, the the time travel thing, I'm thinking is a given, though, and I'm very I'm here for it. I'm excited. It, it's, it's a really cool way to do things.
0: Hyrule is in too good of condition, especially that castle for anything. And then to watch the Calamity befall the castle, I'm sitting there going, that's not happening again, is it? I think that's the first time
1: i think you're right i think that um it's it's showing you what happened when you when you know link was asleep and you know near death for that hundred years Mm -hmm.
0: yeah and link gets to go back and fix things now and maybe he will who knows uh we'll see we will
1: absolutely
0: all right anything else you want to mention
1: no uh may 12th put it on your calendars go buy it (laughs) uh i'll I'll be there
0: He'll be there at your house playing Zelda yeah. with you. <laughs> yes,
1: yeah. I'll be watching. You need you need milk. You're out of milk.
0: <laughs> this has been Not So Light from Asteroid G. I'm Mike side with the other Mike here in the booth, and we will see you next time.